0: All right, dads, I got a great guest to bring you guys today. Kyron Gibson has had several videos go viral on social media that include him asking his young son, King, questions about finances and real estate, which his son just absolutely crushes. I've had several people reach out to me requesting that I have Kyron on the podcast, so I reached out to him, and I am honored to have him on the show today. I will include a link in today's show notes for you guys to go over there and get more familiar with him and his videos. Please go check him out. He's got very inspirational stuff. Kyron Gibson will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Kyron Gibson was recorded on video and it is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoyed today's conversation, I highly recommend you flip it back to episode 338 and take a listen to my interview with professor of financial literacy at the University of Pennsylvania. Also happens to be a New England Patriots linebacker, Brandon Copeland. We hit on many of the topics that we discussed today with Kyron Gibson. In my opinion, the grade school or the grammar school level in this country should be introducing financial literacy to our kids and the high school level should be teaching the kids how to accumulate wealth, how to invest, uh, stuff about real estate, even the basics of what to do with a dollar and what One book that I highly recommend for middle schoolers is The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. It was written back in the 1920s. It's very easy to read. It uses parables to teach financial advice. I gave it to my oldest son to read. He knocked it out. I'm going to have my second oldest son read it over the summer. Uh, I love what Kyron Gibson brings to the table here. I love learning from guys like him. Better ways to communicate and challenge my own children to learn about finances. So let's do this. Be sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast every five in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's you celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with Kyron Gibson. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bear rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscape.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscape.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Kyron Gibson. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, how y'all doing? All right, let's kick it off like this. How many kids do you have? How old? I got
1: one. And he's uh, His name's King. He's eight years old.
0: Yeah, very cool. What kind of sports or activities is he into?
1: Uh, right now, he's about to uh, start back in football, and I'm about to get him in boxing as well
0: so he can protect himself. So, uh, okay, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> if you could, Kyron, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Uh, I'm from North Carolina, um, Asheville. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, playing football. It's a big uh, football brain. You know, always uh, in sports. Um, I had a football scholarship. Uh, let me make it quick and short. Uh, had a football scholarship. Um, I didn't take my SAT before national signing day, so I didn't get to go to the school that I wanted to. Um, you know, being khaki and whatever, just not not canning about my academics. And uh, I got into a little school. Close to home, which wasn't a good idea, you know. Went to school, got in trouble, uh, lost my scholarship. Uh, family was uh, not happy with me. They sent me to Orlando, my aunt and uncle. You know, being in Orlando, seeing all that, you know, coming from a little small town, it just it inspired me so slowly, but surely I got to where I wanted to get to. So, And all my mistakes, you know, that's what I instill in my son and anybody watching, anybody around me, just so he can learn early so he don't have the same triumphs I had.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I love that, Kyron. And so about how old were you then when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father change your perspective on life?
1: I just, I was 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, fresh 20. So that, uh, you know, I had my dad. So I ain't going to you, me having my dad and uh, him being fun and making everything great for me. It was, uh, it was no, it wasn't no hard transition. And uh, me being 10 years, I have five siblings. So uh, I'm 10 years older than the next sibling. So you know, like right now I'm 28. My sisters just turned 18. Um, I got a brother that's 16, a brother 15, 13, and the one sports team. So you know, being and change diapers, man. This it ain't it ain't that hard at all for me. Yeah, you had a dry run at it
0: before you got started.
1: Yeah, it was. I was busy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what are what are some of the top values that you're hoping to instill in your son King here growing up?
1: Honestly, um, it's 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 more ways. It's, it's a million ways you can take care of your family. It's a million ways that you can be successful. It's not just, you know, music and sports. So I just, I just want to get him in that. That's, that was my problem. You know, I was lost. You know, a lot of athletes, you know, they can go broke and don't know what to do. They don't, they don't know what to do or not even go broke after they're done with football. They don't know, you know what I'm saying, so many people depend on, I'm going to make it. And it's, that percentage is low. So once you say you don't make it, what are you going to do now? And that's that's what I'm big on with these kids, understanding, you know, everybody loves nfl everybody loves football everybody loves ufc but you know you got to be realistic with yourself somebody's gonna be an injury somebody's gonna be uh, a, a story everybody has a story we're gonna be somebody's gonna be in one of those stores that they didn't make it there's gonna be a lot of people in that store so i just need people to realize you know and my son to realize that if this doesn't work expand your brain early so you can know you can make other ways in life and love and find other things because there's a million things you can follow love with so just be open-minded
0: yeah, very well said. And, and, you know, recently I had um, uh, Brandon Copeland. He's an NFL linebacker for the Patriots. He's also a professor of financial literacy at the University of Pennsylvania. And he always preaches this as well. And, and you're right. So, so there's going to be so many that don't make it a lot more than that, than that do. And I, I think financial literacy is really something that should be taught at the, at the grammar school, at least introduction to it, and then at the high school level. But it seems like that's kind of left out of everything, and it's the most important thing. We're, we're all going to need to know how to pay bills, uh, open a checking account, and do all these simple things. So uh, I think it's important, especially the message you're putting out. What, what, was, the, what was the genesis uh, of you uh, doing these videos and putting them out there with your son?
1: I'm just having fun with my son. You know, honestly, uh, I wanted to uh – I'm trying my best to end this, uh, you know, the mindset of people uh, that uh, black men don't take care of their, their kids. So that's number one. I'm showing, like, we do. We're here. Let's talk about the positive. Let's stop talking about the negative. And then also inspire others. And listen, this part doesn't have to do anything with color, but inspire everybody. You know, have fun with your kids. I don't care if it's a girl, a boy, whatnot, you know, take time with them. It don't take that much. You just take a little time with them outside of school. We can't depend on the school system to just teach our kids everything. We can't depend on giving our kids money in here and sending them to the mall as being a parent. We can't depend, like, it's, it's way more, it's more in-depth of being a parent. I'm just trying to show everybody, like, man, like, you know, it's just, it, kids learn, the sponges. If you're going to sit them and keep them, you know, uh, in cartoons and video games all day, that's what they're going to do all day, and they're going to love you. If you open their brain, they can learn and like other stuff. I don't force my son, you know, it's, he's a kid. You know, those days he's like, I want to go play Fortnite. All right, King. As long as you study, you know what I'm saying, because this study is gonna be what's gonna help you take care of your family and I keep it honest with him, and you know, and I just want to, you know, inspire. Instead of always on social media, we seeing, you know, half naked women, uh, we seeing uh, fights. I was seeing some negativity. You know, I, I want to show some positive and make it sport
0: the burn for the next. So. Yeah, I think it's very important, uh, uh, Kyron, and I think you know it, it, the statistics hold true across all races. The fact that kids that grow up with no father or no father figure in their life, it has devastating results. Mm-hmm. Uh, all across all cultures. So, and I think, that, you know, the role of the father has changed so much over the years here. And it's, uh, you know, uh, one of the things I say on my show all the time is we're not babysitters, we're fathers. You know, it's like th- th- there's no, um, we're, we play just as an important role as the mother does. And, it's, and, and we, we see that in the results of the kids that are growing up without a dad in their life. And, and one of the big things too is, is, is it the discipline that comes from the dad. What type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? All right, Dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Bottle Breacher. Bottle Breacher was founded by former Navy SEAL and former guest on First Class Fatherhood, Eli Crane. Bottle Breacher provides handcrafted 50 caliber bottle openers made by active duty service members and veterans. The staff at Bottle Breacher used to use 50 caliber ammunition to defend our country downrange. Now they use them to provide the best man gifts, groomsmen gifts, and promotional products on the market. Open your next cold one in style, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% off their entire order by using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit BottleBreacher.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout to save 20% off your order. Believe me, once you see them, you're going to want to get one, and once you use it, you're never going to want to open another bottle without it. Go to BottleBreacher.com and use that promo code FATHERHOOD to save 20% off your order and open your next cold one in style. And one of the big things too is 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 the discipline that comes from the dad. What type of disciplinarian are you as a father, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with?
1: My dad, we, you know, I didn't I didn't have no voice, so you know, I love my dad to death, but he didn't. He was old school, you know what I mean? Like it was just it was this way or it was nothing at all. With my son, you know, I tried to uh, explain. So if you know if he makes a mistake, I want to know, you know, I want to know his thought process. Just how you gotta learn your kids. I want to know like why did you think. This was okay, and even when he does something good, or when he's just talking to me, talk to me like, why, wow, you know, communicate with your kids so you can understand and learn that thought process, so you can break future problems, and you know, because at the end of the day, your kid it has two parents, and he's gonna be like one or the other, or well, he could be mixed, so you gotta look at both of y'all are together night. You still gotta look at what your positives is and what your negatives are. And the mom has to look at her positives and negatives, and then y'all sit there and work together as a team. And if not, so be it. You know, some people don't last or co-parent or if something happens, you know, that's between God and whatever. Um, try to build your kid up. At the same time, me, I'm building myself up while I'm doing all this with my son. So I'm teaching myself new stuff as well. I love it. So it's always all about just taking our weaknesses and making it a positive. So.
0: Yeah, well said. That's one of the things I love most about being a dad. I have four kids myself. And they teach me so much more about myself than I think I'm teaching them sometimes. You know, they, they reveal <laughs> yeah. a lot, a lot about who I am, uh, you know, as a person. And so I, I realize where my shortcomings are and where I got to pick it up and what kind of, like, what kind of resources do you, I mean, now you're one of the resources that parents can use, uh, but what, what are some of the resources that you use to gather the information to help teach your son this stuff, especially the financial stuff?
1: Just, just the people I look up to, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, I look up, you know, Malcolm X is one of my favorite people on earth, so you know, like Tupac said, you know, look up these great people that you idolize and and learn them so they're not great to you no more. So, you know, anybody you look up to, you know, you got to be real with yourself. And, you know, some people that I used to look up to, you know, in my past in real life, you know, situations, they were in a positive for me. Even though I was looking up to them, I didn't realize the negative effect that they had on me. So you got to be real with what you're looking up to and what you're spilling to your kids. You know, like racism. Racism isn't taught. I mean, racism isn't naturally into a child. You got to be taught that. So. You know, I just, you know, I just look up things that's what positive, you know, character. Like, you know, Kobe wakes up every morning. He used to wake up every morning at 4, four o'clock in the morning to get a, a start on 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 his day. Like, that's competitiveness. That's positivity. You know, anything positive that I feel like a kid can learn, I'm going to break it into him. You know, like, you know how it is. You got four kids. But this, this, this world with all the social media and these video games, they're killing these kids. I mean, you know, I'm 28 and video games is killing me. You know, my mom would just say, you know, go in the room, you know, and I wasn't loud. You know, he's a good kid. I'm not making no trouble, but I'm in the video. I'm in playing video games all day. Somebody asked me to work. I didn't want to do no damn work. You know, I wanted to go play video games. So, you just got I break it down to a man and just, you know, whoever you look up to, whoever has a positive effect, show him. Even Hitler. I would show my son Hitler and show you this is the negativity of this man's thought process, but learn this man's thought process so you can see why people think like that. You get it? So, I just want him to know the good, the bad, the ugly, the real world. So,
0: yeah, and I think, I mean, social media does have so many positive aspects to it, but the, the, the overwhelming majority of it is negativity. And I've yeah. only been on there since I started the podcast up. And I think it's so important. What, what, we expo- what we put into our mind is so important because it eventually is going to come out somewhere on the other end when we're exposed to it. And I think it, and one of the guys that I, I, I follow a lot is Jim Rohn. Uh, a lot of his uh, te- for Personal Development, where he would say, you know, beware of the thief on the street that's after your purse, but beware of the thief in your mind that's after your promise. Mm-hmm. And I think like by, by allowing so much negativity into our mind, it just creates this uh, a terrible mindset. And I think the mindset, that's why I bring so many Navy SEALs on the podcast here, because they have that mindset that's just uh, incredible. And it's always looking for the positive, no matter what the situation is. So um, uh, I love the fact that you're out there doing this. What kind of plans do you have here for the future of this? What kind of goals? Where are you aiming to go next with this?
1: You know, I always used to get asked this, and, you know, I'm going to have the same answer uh, when I was young. They also asked me, you know, like, what's your, you know, what's your, well, you know, thing you used to ask me. And my answer was always, I just want to make sure that my kids are straight and that my grandkids are straight and that I leave a positive message once I'm off this earth. So, whatever comes along with that, I'm going to just keep doing what I've been doing it has been working. You know, you know how it is playing a sport. You know, if you tell, I'm going to score 50 night, you know, most people can't do that except Mike, you know, or somebody, you know, great like that. But, <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on me, but I just you know I'm just gonna keep hopefully hopefully I just keep inspiring the world man I'm just trying to inspire and do my thing with my son so
0: yeah, I love it I- I'm gonna drop the uh the link to your youtube channel to your uh um social media pages. is there anything where specific where my listeners can go to find out more about you? yeah um you can go
1: to instagram I have a web- my website on there too uh with uh my merchandise and everything also we uh we're having workbooks I'm making them create workbooks uh for the kids financial uh, literacy workbooks and um we having the workbooks. We got coloring books that we got coming out. We have uh, um, cards where they can learn. We got man, we got so much stuff, man. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed right now. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff. It, the link is on my Instagram. When everybody goes on Instagram, it's and You can go and check the whole site out. And I just appreciate everybody, you know, for showing love. So.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm definitely going to drop the link. I want to encourage my listeners to tap the link, go check it out, find out more about you. I'm excited to see the future of where you're headed with this. And the last thing I want to ask you here, I'd love to ask all the dads that are get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening?
1: Honestly, uh, it's fun. You know, being a dad is fun, man. If you know how to master it, and you know it's not perfect, it's not perfection. Ain't nobody naturally just a great dad, you know, you got to learn your kids, it's going to be, you know, with my dad, my dad was great, and he's my best friend now, but when I hit puberty, you know, we we had a little, a little, a little, you know, a little rival, but, you know, I love everything he taught me, because it made me the man I am today, so it's to all new dads, man, just let your kids learn your kids, communicate with your kids, and let them have a little voice, so you can understand them, if you don't let them have a voice, you're never
0: going to know your kids, and that's one thing you do not want to ever happen, not knowing who your kids are, so... Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Kyron Gibson, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Appreciate you. Thank you.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I gotta give a special thank you once again to Kyron Gibson for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. A lot more action still to come your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, actor Gino Caffarelli, who played Al Capone's right hand man in the recent movie Capone. He'll be joining me here. And you gotta follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore lace to find out who will be joining me here next week. I got some great episodes coming your way to close out. Uh, This season of First Class Fatherhood, as I will be breaking it off for the summertime. All right, so make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. That's all I got for you guys today. I am Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters, we are fathers. And we're not just fathers, we are first class fathers.